are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. It's your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Louis DiBiase joining you on the Saturday edition of the show alongside my co-host, Gino Camilleri. It's episode number five this week, five episodes a week. Download it into your phone when you subscribe to LOE, wherever you listen to your podcast. On today's show, Gino, it's an exciting one, especially for you, because late Friday night, the Eagles finally make their first big splash free agent move in the form of signing former Minnesota Vikings safety Anthony Harris to a one-year contract. And again, this is the first big move of free agency Gino, last year, a guy that I would say after the 2019 season could have really cashed in being the number one graded PFF safety since 2018, leading the league in interceptions that year with seven, and you get him on a one-year deal this year worth only $5 million. I mean, I think that's an absolute steal. Yeah, I mentioned it on Twitter yesterday to you uh, when you had written something about him, and I think you mentioned his turnovers, and I was saying that I didn't even mention him on the show simply because I thought he was going to be priced out of what Philadelphia could afford. And I thought right before we hopped on, I said I was looking at him in somewhere in the three years, 24 million Mm -hmm. type of deal for a player like that who's just coming off the franchise tag. But hey, maybe that's why he's okay betting on himself and willing to take a little less because he made a little more than he thought last year off of that franchise tag. And now he's here in Philadelphia, $5 million. A one-year deal, somebody who in the last three seasons has nine interceptions combined, six in 2019. Unfortunately, he was in a terrible secondary last year with a front that just could not get there for Minnesota. So you get him on the cheap. This deal, A-plus, man. I mean, every other outlet that I've looked at grading this deal has given it an A or an A-plus grade because, one— He is still an elite ball hawk back-end safety. Somebody who we haven't seen since the days, I mean, shoot, I I can't even give you a name that has the type of range that Anthony Harris Most of our star safeties have been guys that play and thrive in the box, right? Dawkins moved around. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins, even Ronnie McLeod really moves everywhere. Yeah, that's the thing. And just as there's a report that the Cowboys agree to a deal with Falcons former safety Keanu Neal, who most mm-hmm. likely is going to play outside linebacker, I look at those two deals and I say Anthony Harris is the clear winner of former safeties or current safeties signed into the NFC East within the last 12 hours. And the Eagles made it official within the last five minutes here that they signed Anthony Harris. And I absolutely love this deal. I'm just happy for you, man, that you got a star safety because they had McLeod in for Jenkins for so long that it's like they stuck with those two and they never really drafted one of the prospects that you loved in the first couple days or signed a big name. Mm -hmm. And this is like, this is the Geno Camilleri move. So I'm happy for you, man. (laughs) It really is, man. And this is everything I look for in a safety. And if you want to go turn on his tape, I'll tell you every reason why and how I grade safeties. And you look at Anthony Harris, and he is that exact type of safety I've been just shouting for for three years, Lou, since we had to watch Corey Graham mm-hmm. and Andrew Sandejo and all of these guys who simply— Marcus just, Epps last year. 
Marcus Epps just lacked range on the back end. Anthony Harris has very good burst on the back end. He's a very smart player, and he's going to be playing in this zone-style scheme, and he has enough ability to roll from single high to get to the sidelines. If he's playing in a majority of two high safety looks, he's going to be all over the field. Not to mention he had 104 tackles last year, Lou. He's top five in tackling efficiency since 2018. That's the thing, Gino. It's like he... He gives you what you are talking about, right? Having that single high dude that has the range to yes. get sideline to sideline, but also and he can play man coverage. That's man. the thing. Now with him and McLeod, you yeah. have so many different chess piece moves that you can make. That's the thing is, yes, you want Anthony Harris mostly to play deep, and with Gannon's yeah. cover too, if he only has to focus on one side of the field, that's going to really help. But at the same time, you want all your safeties to be able to do it all because nobody just stays deep. Harris right. again is in the top five of tackling efficiency since 2018. Like Rodney McLeod's been one of those deep safeties for the Eagles, but he lines up everywhere across the field too since 2016. So Anthony Harris, he plays deep, he can tackle in the box, and he can cover receivers, running backs, tight ends. Quarterbacks had super low passer ratings in 2018 and 2019 against him, like 24.3 and 55.2. And last Mm -hmm. year, he played 178 man snaps and allowed only a few yards at all last year. So this is a player that checks all the boxes you need that you really haven't had because McLeod, well, you had it McLeod, but he's been dealing with injuries the past few years, two serious leg injuries in the last three seasons. Malcolm Jenkins is gone. What do you have in Kayvon Wallace? You don't know. And so it fills an immediate short-term need. But also, Gino, if he you know, is thriving six, seven, eight weeks into the season, I could see a mid-season extension coming for Harris because, yeah, he's 29 years old, but... To rebuild doesn't just mean go totally young. Rebuilding your roster also requires a veteran talent like Harris. This is the exact type of player I said we should be looking for, Lou. If you listen to how I thought we should go about this free agency period, even though Harris is 28 years old, he's coming off of that first contract, and you could look at that franchise tag as almost as if he was drafted in the first round and the team had an option on him. So now you're looking at a guy coming off of that first deal, at a position of need. I mean, it was my number one need in the defense simply because you needed bodies just to play next year. But not only did you just get a guy, you got an elite talent at that exact position that you need at that back end, true center field safety. He's PFF's number seven ranked free agent. You want to know what they projected his contract to be per year, Lou? Yeah. They projected him to get a four-year, $14 million per year mm-hmm. contract, $56 million total with $27.5 million guaranteed. And the Eagles got him for one-fifth of that price of the guaranteed money. Unbelievable move by Howie Roseman. Say what you want about the guy, but he just knows how to work the cap. And Charlie Casserly uh, the other day on NFL Network said that the Eagles were going to have to wait until May to sign a free agent to let all this first, second, third wave of free agency go forward. And now we're sitting here with the number seven overall PFF ranked uh, free agent on a $5 million deal at a position in need and having the ability to have him on a prove-it deal, and if he does work out, you extend him and have him till he's 33, 34 years old while having Kavon Wallace and addressing the fact that Rodney McLeod is a free agent after this year. Mm-hmm. So now you have the versatility to go out into this draft and not have to force a safety selection on day one or two. So right. like, if you're sitting there and Trevon Morg is there, 
and you don't have Anthony Harris, yeah, you're taking Trevon Morg, like 100%. Right, but now if you're deciding between Asante Samuel and Morg, and you have Anthony Harris, and you don't sign a corner, yeah, that can be the tiebreaker. I think the Eagles kind of benefited Geno off of Harris kind of having a down year last year, at least in comparison. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was the number one ranked corner the previous two seasons by PFF. And also you look at the salary cap being so low this year, Harris decided to bet on himself. And then next year, if he plays well, he cashes in when the cap goes up, he has a better overall season. So the Eagles kind of bank on and kind of benefit off of that, getting that prove it one year deal. And so the risks, I think the reward significantly outweighs the risk here because yeah, again, like he's 29 years old. That's a building block player if he thrives, right? If you get get him mm-hmm. an extension and yeah, if he kind of bottoms old, out. Sorry, I said he was 28. No, it's okay. And then 20. if he if he struggles, you only paid him $5 million for a year, so you're off the books next season. It's kind of a win-win. And again, the upside is crazy here. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, you look at what you had to spend this year, and this is the exact type of position you wanted to be in where you're signing players that – have a market that isn't as great as some other positions and right now wide receiver safety and cornerback I feel are all like that there are tons of big names still out there simply for the fact that teams don't want to overpay at these positions because Mm -hmm. the draft is super deep at all of those positions so right now you have just hit a home run in my opinion you have a guy who played for Gannon for six years already he's going to just come in seamlessly and know this defense like the back of his hand and at the same time Lou we always talk about if you're stale you're going to get beat this team can now line up Rodney McLeod and Anthony Harris and Kevon Wallace all in man coverage and then just make the defense on the back end this versatile interchanging web of players that is just like an amoeba of sorts where you're seeing guys up at the line. They're dropping back into coverage. They're playing press man. You'll see Rodney McLeod on the back end. You'll see Kevon Wallace on the back end. You'll see Anthony Harris on the back end. These guys are going to be playing everywhere because that's what Gannon likes to do in his zone style scheme where you have this versatility to play these guys all over the field. And this is one of the better signings I think we've ever seen in the days of free agency for Howie Roseman. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins was a fantastic signing at the safety position. So was Rodney McLeod. Man, it's going to be tough to beat this Anthony Harris sign. And if he really does come out and projects to be what he was two seasons ago yep. in Minnesota. That's and a top really safety. He can be that for sure. And, and the thing sure. that he checks to that the Eagles have been so starved for, I would go back to probably since Asante Samuel, honestly, and now we're talking about drafting his mm-hmm. kid, is turnovers. Like this defense, even when it was good over the last decade, was not getting turnovers. When was the last time they had a ball-hawking safety or cornerback that consistently had interceptions, had forced fumbles, fumble recoveries? That is Anthony Harris. Again, seven interceptions in 2019. The Eagles haven't... I mean, they had, what, eight total last year combined? Mm -hmm. So that is something they just needed so desperately. And even last year, adding Darius Slay, like, that's a true CB1. But even Slay is not somebody that's going to get, you know, five, six interceptions a year. You have a guy Mm -hmm. like that on the back end now. That is huge because this team just never really has been able to... It always puts the offense at a disadvantage when you don't get these turnovers and set up a short field and you just really haven't had that element of your team. And maybe since... Asante. 
Yeah, man, I'm thinking back to I mean, like Brandon the 20, Boykin, maybe <laughs> the 2016 season with uh, or no, 2015, the year before Doug yeah, got yeah, there yeah. with like Walter Thurman on the back. Oh end. God, <laughs> he had a few picks on the back. He did. End, so did Malcolm Jenkins that year, and then he and retired to go make movies. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that he did that. <laughs> that? He honestly wasn't a bad player. No, he was year, okay. Right? Yeah, he was good. He was that one year. of the guys that I thought could stick around and actually like make it on this team. But yeah. hey, you got to follow what you want to do and. Thankfully, they got a guy in Anthony Harris who loves to play the safety position. And and that's the thing, Lou. Like, in 2019, when he had six interceptions, he only had 64 tackles. But then when he's not gaining tackle or interceptions and pass breakups on the back end, he changes up his game. And in 2020, he has 104 tackles to make up for the fact that he isn't creating those turnovers. He's making up for in tackles. So this is a guy who can do everything. And it's going to be great to see Jalen Mills no longer whiffing on tackles and having a guy like Harris, who is just a much better tackler at that position. Yeah, both guys that can wear multiple hats, but the efficiency of Harris versus Mills is just absolute night and day. Me and Gino are going to stay on the secondary coming up in segment two of Lockdown Eagles because the Eagles are interested in former Tennessee Titans cornerback and former first-round pick Dory Jackson. We'll get into his potential fit with the Birds coming up next right here on LOE. And guys, today's Lockdown Eagles is sponsored by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards. TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And BetOnline has you covered for all the news scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Eagles fans, welcome back into the Saturday edition of Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. To get more on all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes, check out the Locked On Today podcast hosted by Locked On Packers host Peter Bukowski. He updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. Louis DiBiase, Gino Camilleri recapping the Eagles' big signing of safety Anthony Harris. That's huge, Gino, for the secondary, potentially short-term and long-term. The secondary, though, still needs work, especially at the cornerback spot. You look after Darius Slay, you really have nothing outside of Mm -hmm. Avante Maddox, and he just has not been all that good since his rookie season in 2018. So you still need cornerback help, and that might be he's going to visit this weekend in Philadelphia at the Novacare Complex. It could be in the form of former Tennessee Titans cornerback and first-round pick Adoree Jackson out of USC. And Gino, I like, like, this is the perfect kind of free agent signing to me for where the Eagles are at right now with their timeline. Like, you want still veterans as part of this core, talented guys like Anthony Harris, because rebuilds shouldn't take five-plus years anymore. So a guy like Harris at 29 years old, when you're ready to win, he's still going to be a core piece. But at the same time, I love this Adoree Jackson kind of free agent where you could buy low. He's only 25 years old, versatile, can play inside or outside. And I didn't even realize how productive he was at Tennessee. PFF has him as the fourth highest graded outside corner since 2018. So I think this makes a lot of sense. It gives you, again, that optionality that if you take Adoree Jackson as well, you might not have to force a cornerback pick in the first couple rounds if, again, you'd rather have a receiver there. If somebody like Kadarius Tony falls, it just gives you optionality. Yeah, that's the thing, and I think optionality is the name of Adoree Jackson's game, and not only can he play outside corner, he could play 
inside in the slot. Mm-hmm. He can move him back to safety. And guess what? He can return the ball as well. And guess how bad the Eagles' return game has been, Gino, since, what, Kenyon Barner? <laughs> 100%. I mean, he doesn't have any kick return or punt return touchdowns in his career, but he's a much better athlete than they've had at that position mm-hmm. in quite some time. No more and Greg he's... Ward, please. No, I'm I'm good at seeing Greg Ward just fail to return a punt and f- uh, fair catching with inside the five yard line. Not doing that anymore. We're we're done with that. We're on to bigger and better things now that Flip is out of town and their special teams unit actually can take a step forward. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, bringing in a 25 year old Dory Jackson, who has already played four seasons in the National Football League, what much like the safety position where you needed more bodies to play a deep position of need where you only have one guy who is getting close to 30 and Darius Slay there, you need bodies to play and guys that can be productive and have athleticism at that position. You don't want Rasul Douglas and Sidney Jones who are running four six forties anymore. Adoree Jackson is almost a world-class sprinter. He is an unbelievable athlete. I'm not mistaken, some- USC used him at receiver sometimes. Yes, he did play receiver. I think yeah. he was on the indoor track team too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But don't quote me on that. But I, I know at some level he was he was competing for like Olympic qualifiers, if I'm not mistaken. Like they had some athletes on that USC team, and he's a guy that hey, I liked him in that draft a few years ago, just a rid, little too rich for my blood. But now you can get him four years deeper into his career. Somebody who fits that zone is what, like, the the guys we're talking about right now fit the need of what they want on defense. And to say that there wasn't any conversations between Howie and his coaches since they have been signed, I would have to say that's the opposite because you look at the direction of these signings, Harris, and now the potential signing of Adoree Jackson after his visit. They all fit that Jonathan Gannon type of mold where you can intermix the defense have them playing up near the line of scrimmage, have them play, dropping back into coverage on the back end, and Adoree Jackson can either be your outside corner on the boundary side or you can move him inside to the slot and almost mm-hmm. be like your nickel safety of sorts. So I'm 100% on board with this signing. What it's going to take to sign him, is it another one-year deal like Harris says where he wants to prove it? And- right, because he was on IR pretty much all of last year. Oh, man. Breaking news, Kenny Galladay to the New York Giants. So, yes, we need people that are going yeah. to be able to cover. So perfect timing that we just are talking about the cornerback position because, man, oh, man, now that Kenny Galladay is here, you're going to need people that can cover. You're going to have to cover Darius Slayton and Kenny Galladay. Not to oh, mention man. Dallas has – well, that's the thing, you know. This NFC East has – each team has multiple really good threats at receiver. Kenny Galladay and Slayton. You look at C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup. You look at now Curtis Samuel heading to Washington with Terry McLaurin. Last year, yes, you had Darius Slay, but when you play a team like Dallas, okay, if Slay shadows Cooper, you still have to worry about, you know, Michael Jaquette and Avante Maddox and, you know, Nikel Roby Coleman covering C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. So, Adoree Jackson fits a need there at CB2, or, again, it just gives you that optionality. You don't have to force, if you want to go quarterback in round one and then receiver round two, or a linebacker or an edge rusher, if you get somebody like Adoree Jackson, you don't have to force a picket corner, but if you want somebody like, you know, Tyson Campbell or Asante Samuel or Greg Newsom, if he falls, 
Adori can play inside. So I just I like the optionality there. I like the versatility, and I just think it it meets the Eagles' timeline right now with what kind of free agent they should be interested in. Right, because I mean, ideally, if you're going to compete. Not this year, but next year and the year after that, he fits right into your timeline. Yep, only 25. So Only 25 years old, and like you said, it doesn't make you force that pick on day two or even trading back up on day one to get that guy. But at the same time, we're talking about optionality here. You can still go and do that if you want to, and there's a guy who you didn't think was there in the late 20s or 30s and you want to go up and get him. Hey, you have that option, but at the same time, this team does like to double up on the positions that they go in free agency and then go back and get them in the draft. So you might be able to see that. All right, Gino. So Kenny Galladay going to the New York Giants. I want to get into in segment three what the Eagles could potentially do for the rest of free agency at the position. That's coming up next right here on Lockdown Eagles. Guys, today's show is sponsored by Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar flavor is the best. It's time for Built Bar Madness. We don't have a matchup right now until Monday, but we are into the enticing eight. We got cookies and cream against coconut almond. Cookie dough chunk is going to play the winner of coconut and birthday cake. And then you look at on the other side of the bracket, mint brownie versus coconut puff and caramel brownie takes on the winner of coconut brownie chunk and lemon almond cheesecake. 18 amazing flavors, all healthy, 180 calories in every bar, 19 grams of protein. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order and make sure to vote for the next matchup at Built Bar Madness or on Twitter at Bar underscore Built. All right, everybody, welcome back into the Saturday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Louis DiBiase, Gino Camilleri going secondary heavy today as the Eagles landed their first big free agent in former Minnesota Vikings safety Anthony Harris. They're visiting with Adoree Jackson this weekend, the former Tennessee Titans cornerback who was also a first-round pick a couple years ago. That's huge, Gino, because the NFC East is loaded with receiver talent. Kenny Galladay now signing with the New York Giants. The Eagles, by far, have the worst wide receiver core in the East, man. And uh, yesterday, we kind of learned a little bit about maybe what they're thinking, although the reports kind of contradicted themselves with Adam Schefter. There was an initial report before Juju Smith-Schuster re-signed with Pittsburgh. Adam Schefter reported the Eagles were a secret suitor for Juju and offered him a multi-year deal worth more than Pittsburgh's uh, one-year deal. But then, a couple minutes later, he followed up by saying Juju's agent asked if the Eagles were interested, but they didn't court Juju. So I kind of interpret this as the Eagles were interested, but not thrilled about it. And if that doesn't define who Juju is as a receiver, I really don't know what does. Yeah, can we talk about accountability and what these guys put out in reports? Because that's huge. I mean, everybody took that as the Eagles were out there trying to get Juju Smith-Schuster when at the same time it was like, oh, no, actually that wasn't the story. It was almost like, yeah, like I reached out to... Ariana Grande for a date, but hey, she really didn't want a date, but hey, I, I made a call, you know? Right, right. It, it's one of those things, like, the Eagles have never really had deep And she issues. read it, so maybe she was interested? Yeah, I mean, how he picked up the phone, but right. he probably didn't want to pay that price at that long-term deal, and that's ultimately what it came down to, was that Juju's agent was reaching out to Philadelphia to see if he could, I would say, leverage that deal. For sure. 
But at the same time, I, I do think they're interested in this wide receiver market. I don't know if it's at $18 million a year like Kenny Galladay just got, but yeah. there are still guys out there like Demarcus Robinson, who I would take on a one-year $4 million deal right buy now. Buy low on Sammy Watkins, maybe? Buy low on Sammy Watkins. I mean, exactly. I, Go I might, for former Super Bowl champions. Yeah, Why maybe not? trade uh, Anthony, for Anthony Miller, give up a, a pick for him. Gino, my, my thing with Juju is he would have made sense, right, as like a wide receiver, too. He's experienced, reliable, and the Eagles have a really young, inexperienced core. So in that way, it makes sense. And he plays in the slot a lot of the time, and you kind of mm-hmm. need that player, right? Um, and I also think if they were interested, that could maybe hint at something about their plans at wide receiver at six. Although it would, that would make more sense if it was like a Kenny Galladay they were interested in, because again, Juju isn't really a wide receiver one. But so again, it made some sense and for what the Eagles need at the position. But at the same time, I really think he's Jordan Matthews 2.0, maybe just a little bit better. And so I'm not paying that kind of player 10 plus million dollars when you can find similar production like People were mentioning Anthony Miller, who might only cost you a low contract and like a fifth round pick or buying low on a Sammy Watkins. Again, Juju makes sense kind of for, for what the Eagles needed, but the money that he would have made based on his production, which I think is severely inflated, like Jordan Matthews was, just doesn't really add up. I'd, I'd rather, again, sign somebody like we're talking about or draft a kid in the second, third, fourth round. I mean, how many Z receivers do we need on this team? Like, you have Quez Watkins, you have Jalen Rager, you have mm-hmm. John Hightower. All these guys are Z receivers. You you don't need Juju Smith-Schuster, who is going to be the exact role that you want Jalen Rager to play when you get an X receiver. And that doesn't fill a need to me. But at the same time, like you said, Lou, you can get guys like that in the fourth or fifth round in this class. I mean, I mean you could get a guy like Antonio Nunn as a priority for agent more than likely and it'll fill a need uh, of that position and when you go out there and you're drafting a high quality pass catcher early on won't say it's at six because hey maybe they draft the quarterback because their coach and general manager did not commit to Jalen Hurts but that's a story for another day (laughs) trust me I talked about it to death this week (laughs) oh I know you did I I listened to that episode with a smile on my face (laughs) but here we are and you're looking at this wide receiver group and we were talking a few years ago about building it like that basketball team yeah Lou, and who's the big man like who's the X? who's the guy that's going to go up and get it who's who's your kevin durant or lebron james at the moment like yeah you you got a steph curry somebody who could pull up from three but you need a big man to surround him and somebody that can take those one-on-one matchups those man beating coverages and look at amari cooper look at kenny galladay look at terry mclaurin what do all of those guys do that the Eagles don't have? They can win one-on-one matchups and are good downfield receivers that at the same time don't need to be moved around as a Z receiver to have off coverage to succeed. The Eagles need to find one of those guys and quick, and I think Juju would have just been a redundant type of yeah. signing in my opinion, and you have to look at a guy like Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts if you're looking to fill that role in my opinion. I agree, Gino, and we'll continue to monitor the wide receiver position as the week goes on. But for now, really happy with the signing they made yesterday in Anthony Harris. And who knows, maybe a Dory Jackson is heading to Philly as well. He is also going to meet with the New York Giants this weekend. So the Eagles will have competition for a Dory. But Anthony Harris is a big step in rebuilding that secondary now with McLeod, with Harris, with Wallace, with Slay. Not as bad as it looked a couple years ago, for sure. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. We're always talking birds after the show at Lockdown Birds at DiBiase, L O 
E at GC24 underscore football. And we will be back on Monday. Mock Draft Monday returns right here on Locked On Eagles. We're going to do that one live. So be sure, again, to follow us on Twitter so you can watch the video version or you can listen to it audio-wise on any podcast platform that you listen to your shows. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. As always, thank you for downloading, thank you for listening, and let's go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.